Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It is December 12th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit right now. And Mark Joseph is having connection problems. He just messaged me, Derek. So, Derek, you want to say hi? Oh, hello, everyone. Yeah, I saw that he joined, so it's, maybe it's an audio connection thing, probably. Well, it seems like people have problems a lot. <laughs> They're kind of like, you know, weird little problems that crop up, so... Hopefully he can fix it and um, he will join us because he's the one that has a list of stuff to do. <laughs> and, uh, so you haven't been on in a while, but you've been um, working at the Bigfoot Den and um, it's up and running, yes? Oh yeah, yeah, we're up and running, open for business. Um, we have had to limit our days and times just due to, um, you know, well, lack of traffic customers. It's that time of year as we're being informed. Um, as far as when business slows down for restaurants and stuff. So we're open Thursday through Sunday and we open at five. So, and we're we kind of like an event center now, as Jalissa terms it, because we we're trying to schedule something every single night, be it, you know, Bigfoot Idol, which is karaoke um, or line dancing, country line dancing, or uh, it's, I guess it's a thing, Nancy, you may have known, but I think they're called paint and sip parties. So basically in, Artist comes in with canvases, people um, reserve their spot, and she teaches them, or they teach them how to paint whatever the thing is. Like, I think it's going to be a Christmas decorations or something, um, you know, on a, on a painting. So, but stuff like that we'll be doing here. So it's like arts and craft? Well, I guess, yeah, I probably didn't explain that real well. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, basically, and it's so... and. It's this, the artist who comes in brings the canvases. So it's really their, their thing. Um, so it's like create with Kara is the first one we're doing. Um, so she'll bring in the canvases uh, and then set everybody up and they sit at some of our tables and chairs and the whole paint and sip um, portion of it is, you know, obviously they're gonna be painting and hopefully they get something from the bar. And this is an adult thing, of course, um, but there is the kids game or the game floor upstairs where if, if the moms or dads, you know, have kids, they can, let them loose up there to to play while they're doing it so that's kind of our our plan there so those start i think this week actually and for those local listeners um you know you can watch our calendar on bigfoots-den.com or on facebook we keep updating it there we've even had live performances already um and there's one i think next week um as well there's a couple of them coming up actually so what does that mean that people get up and sing or dance or whatever on the stage yeah, well, in this case, I'm talking about some actual local artists who are singers that will come up and do a solo performance. Um, like Charlie Parton's one of them. He's been in here already. He's known um, locally here. He's really good. So 
country rock. You know, he can sing those songs that you're going to hear that on the radio a lot. And he's got his own stuff, too. And he's really good. Um, but he'll get up there and just do a solo thing. We've got the whole amps and microphones, speakers, lights flashing down on everybody now, which is why Bigfoot Idol, again, as we a play off of American Idol, of course, is kind of getting more interesting because I have to get out a ladder, but I climb up on this 30-something foot ladder, get up in the top of Bigfoot's den above the stage and figured out how to just manually turn on the LED lights. So what I'm saying is when these kids, a lot of kids, Nancy, get up there and sing during Bigfoot Idol, uh, they now have these, you know, just think all the LED lighting, changing colors showing on them. So they get the whole, and they're literally on stage, so they get that whole feel um, when it happens. So it's, it's family-friendly. Kids and adults get up there and sing, and we bring in a guy now because I can only wear so many hats. Um, so, yeah, Thomas Knight is our our karaoke guy, but he runs, you know, Bigfoot Idol for us. And it's not really a competition. We um, Actually, if you're brave enough to get up there on stage and sing, I don't care what age you are, you get a free what we call a game floor pass. So free access to the whole game floor for an hour sort of deal. Yeah, you were telling me about that, and actually, Derek, I've I've hardly ever heard you choke up, but you choked up when you were telling it to me, because the kids were what you wanted to really interact with on the karaoke, to get them to, you know, find themselves by putting themselves out there, and you were just kind of stunned with their ability to, to stand up there and do it, and that they were very good at it. Oh yeah, even that night, the one we just had it last Sunday, so a couple of days ago, there were it, for, just one circumstance. There were three little girls that got up there. I don't know; they couldn't have been eight or nine years old, and they—I don't know what it's called. Usually, I think a duo, but there were three of them, so a trio. Um, no, yeah, a trio. Is yeah. it trio? Okay, so yeah. I don't know if that applies for singers or what. Anyway. They all three got up there and, you know, sang, sang some song. It was a country song, and they were really good as well, meaning so they had the confidence because, um, again, Thomas, the one who sets up the – that runs it for us up there on the stage, he brings out all his microphones. So he had multiple setups so they could do that and feed off each other, the girls I'm talking about, meaning, you know, have the confidence, have their best buddies up there with them and all belt out the song, and it blasts the place. We've got a really nice sound system. Um, where you know you, you you're definitely going to hear it, and uh, it gets tuned just right. So yes, yeah, it's, it's fun. And we've had people go up there and sing. Um, oh geez, it was some Christmas song. I forget which one. Um, but all of a sudden, I, I start paying attention. And there's like I don't know, maybe a five year old up there with their mom standing right next to him. I mean, barely even holding the mic and just singing. Oh, here comes Santa Claus. That's what it was. All of a sudden, I start hearing you know, in this really just you know five year old's voice. Here comes Santa Claus, and just and sang the whole thing uh so that was a lot of fun it's not just and the, the five-year-old's not reading it so they actually had it all memorized oh you're right they had to have yeah because <laughs> there is a tv i put up there for you know whomever needs the lyrics sort of thing but no you're right they just they just sang let me get whole families up there i said there's a dad with his um daughter and son i chatted with him a little bit later he got up there several times um with the, the whole family just singing on, you know, doing their family deal. Was, well, those was, three girls, were they sisters or, or relatives or were they just friends? No, they were just friends. They were, there was some, we had lots of birthday parties and stuff here. So they come in and I said, so they were all together. They're, 
I was having to play bartender that night. So literally they were sitting, you know, 20 feet into the seating area away from me. So I saw everything. So I got to see the stage that night because often I'm in the kitchen flinging pizzas, um, doing that too, lot, or dishes or whatever. No, I do it all. We all enjoy it as well. Um, so like I said, lots of hats we wear depending on the night. But that one, I got to see a lot of that. So it was really cool. Well, you're interacting with, I don't interact with children, but one of the things that Dolly's been doing is reading from a good news website or something. And she's picking out good stories, you know, stories that lift your spirits. And they're always about kids, you know, kids saving people from drowning in Australia. And this last one was... um, Gosh, what was it, this last one? This little girl. I think she was making, I think it was socks. Dolly, you might be able to remember more. I'm pretty sure she was making socks for the uh, community, uh, nursing home communities. I I think that's what it was. But my point here is that, or my question here to you, with your interaction with the, um, the kids, do you see them being highly enlightened, different from what we knew, or are they basically the same human kids that we've always known? Or is there some kind of a, a development that they were born with and a, you know, higher spirit type of thing? <clears throat> oh, and, and, well, that's a tough answer because, you know, it's have to be general sort of thing because it's all over the spectrum, um, whatever spectrum that is um they're quicker so they pick up on things faster than i think we did um and i'm not talking about just technology and stuff but all sorts of things now there's obviously like i said a wide you know spectrum there of individuals because some are more aware etherically so i've met kids that okay well and i don't know any names it doesn't really matter a person came in and they were uh not I don't know the term there. They couldn't communicate. So they were nonverbal. Um, they were actually in a wheelchair. There's a younger person, I don't know the age, I don't know, young teen maybe. But and when that person came in and she, you know, they came in with their family sort of deal and they hang out at Bigfoots. This was, I don't know, probably our first week of business, maybe. Or you've only been this is week three, I think. Uh, that individual was very aware in their in their head. You know, of course they weren't. They were nonverbal, I guess it's called, um, so not communicating that way. But it was so much happening, it was hard for me to even hang on on how much, uh, you know, impulses, uh, comments, communication, stuff happening in there. So, uh, and that was, a, you know, like I said, a young teen probably, and then young kids as well. So what I'm saying is they're more connected, I guess, depending on what faculties you have access to. Um, so that person was like, we'd call it psychic, you know, stupid psychic in a good way, like unbelievable. This is my ear right now ringing because I'm just visualizing it, thinking about them. And they're connected to me right now. That's how quick some of these individuals are. It's not, you know, it's not that unusual for me now to see more people that can, I'll just say, do what I do, but and sometimes like unbelievably fast from my perspective. Um, so that's it's good because I was wondering. Oh, and that that ties in later when you're ready, Nancy, to the ascension symptom thing you were bringing up. And I don't know what they, you know, have any lists out there. So you may enlighten me there. But uh, oh yeah, that's the kids. Are yeah, ready. let's let, let's talk about it because sure. um, 
there's a let me just is this a, Mark, are you with us yet yeah hey, oh. hey derek um said to reach the mute button there hey nancy hi there hey. say hi to the audience <laughs> say hi to say hi to the audience oh yeah hey everybody <laughs> a little stuffy uh, okay yeah making so it's uh dolly uh confirmed it was making socks and that she wants people to do it in all the 50 states currently being done in 49 states and um if you go to the say what show the, the link to that uh, article and there is a link in there uh concerning uh I'm on chat, so I had I can't look at chat. My mind just, you know, a lot of people think. My boss once said, "The person that I that is uh, can what do they call it when you got working two two things at the same time?" Uh, is Nancy and I said I don't do that. I said I can only focus on one thing. <laughs> you know, I get things done because if I go to something else, I focus on that. But if I have to try to keep two things in my head. Anyway, I don't know what I, I don't remember what I was talking about. Um, but anyway, you can go to say what, and the, and the links are up there. Well, actually, I, well, I gave you the link to the uh, proton belt ascension thing here. Yeah. Now, um, what happened? And I want to, I want to. Okay, so these ascension things, and we'll go through them. But before we even start, I want to go back and read something here because. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Um, care, com, this is from Excited Traveler, who's an anonymous chatter that came in and was listening when nobody else was. Compared to Ascension symptoms, I suspect whoever devised the Ascension symptoms list and put it out there to trend, in fact, works for the mobile, mobile industry. <laughs> and there's a link in chat just above where we are now. Okay. And they started out, I mean, it's a long kind of thing. I suspect that the so-called ascension symptoms are microwave radiation poisoning from the insane use of smartphones and Wi-Fi, etc. Compare the symptoms. They will concur 100%. Not to say there isn't any ascension symptoms, but there are a lot of deluded people going around suffering and putting up with so-called ascension system because they think, they are ascending when they are actively and actually poisoning themselves with microwave and other radiation from other from their devices. A list, MRI sickness, EHS, what is it? And then they go through the list. And we're going to go through the list because it's the same list that you get with the ascension systems, uh, symptoms. Um, then they said, I saw a woman a few weeks ago with a t-shirt with respect to the earth and a picture of earth on it. She carried two mobile phones. The hypocrisy. On YouTube, speakers report the latest shift from their cars, forests, wherever they're talking about the planet ascending, symptoms perpetuating the lie, all using smart file, smartphones, the hypocrisy. Um, that's education uh, as far as, you know, there's so much to, to this whole discussion of ascension symptoms and one of the things that happened was that 
we did this on Saturday night. And then Sunday, Mark sent, well, Sunday, Mark and I used a, a audio, a, you know, an audio tape thing for, we were doing Radio 5G. And that was with the five doctors. There wasn't actually five, there was only four of them. And it is on the Rumble station, and I'll get the link up here. It's on a Rumble station, and it's, um, what is it? It's it, Dr. T and Dr. P. There's something before it, but I'll get you the information. But they were, were, were talking about the uh, concept of terrain versus germ causing diseases. Now, one of the th when, in 2020 when everything started up there was a guy a young guy from australia that said this concept of this covid and this virus is all bogus it doesn't it does, it's a lie don't believe it and he proceeded to go into an amazing uh, comprehensive invest you know investigation of train versus virus and what he was saying there is that the thing that they started out with, you know, you don't have the electronic uh, microscopes and stuff we have now and ways of seeing things that they didn't. But when they started out, they would see these these things that they would they labeled viruses. He said they're not viruses. They're the skeletal remains of cells that have died from fighting toxicity. And that comes from your environment. So something in your environment makes you toxic. And your cells and every, everything, every system in your body starts to fight this. And what happens is that some of the cells die and you've got these, what they were calling viruses, they're just skeletal remains. And, you know, it was like, whoa. And he was very persuasive. But there were things that really bothered me about it that I couldn't quite, okay, so what's this mean? Because of the... Uh, the concept of contagious, that if you're around people, there's like the measles, okay? If they used to have, when I was a kid, measles parties where everybody would get together and they would have um, parties of one kid has got the measles, everybody else gets it, and therefore you get rid of the measles thing because you get it once and it's gone. So that was a question, you know, well, how is it that, you know, there seems to be a contagious thing? But the five docs, now everything, you know, I mean, as bad as COVID was, it caused doctors, learned people, to take another look at their entire industry. And now there's a lot more information because people are starting to get it in their heads. These doctors, I've been following them. And uh, Dr. Merritt was one of them. And she, in initially the first times I was hearing her, she wasn't talking anything about radiation and EMF, not nothing. You know, they were all going along with the concept of germ therapy. I mean, germ being the the the, the problem here. But now they're all t talking about the EMF and what it does, the radiation. So if you go to a a, a a measles party. Well, if you if you just go out and you know your mother gets sick, and then you get sick, and then your your daughter gets sick, and then the whole family is sick, 
you know, contagious. It looks like a contagious effect. And there is, uh, you know, on on Monday, mom gets it. On Tuesday, I get it. My daughter gets it on Wednesday. There's an, uh, a separation in when it expresses, when the, the you caught the cold or the flu or whatever, when it expresses. Well, they had a really good ex- explanation for this. They said that what happened was that you and your family got together and something in the environment was toxic. Okay? So it could be the air. It could be the the water. It could be the food. It could be electromagnetic radiation that's just bombarding you all. And that the expression delay is because the weaker ones will, with, a, with an immune system compromised, they're fighting it, but it's taking some time for the others to get to the point where their body is exhibiting uh, what happens when you're in a toxic environment. And what happens in a toxic environment? Well, your eyes start running, your nose starts running, you get a dry cough, you can get dizzy, your uh, blood pressure will change, you'll urinate a lot. Uh, the, you, you, the basic flu symptoms, okay, down to the point that you can get nauseous and all sorts of things. But it's the basic flu symptoms. Well, it's your body is trying to fight this stuff, and then as it's having more and more trouble fighting the toxicity, it goes into overdrive. And all of these symptoms that you're seeing are really detoxing. Detoxing. It's not like somebody breathed on you it's you all were exposed to a toxin and different people have a different reaction to the toxin so that question was answered to me you know oh okay they even talked about the uh the concept of the measles now you got one person that's got the measles and this is where it gets really interesting you got one person that's got the measles but that person has brought in a frequency into the environment of those kids the, the the measles energy and just that in and of itself is a radiation that can affect them so I'd like to throw this over to you there both of you you know to kind of make comments on because it just answers so many questions when you look at terrain versus germ this COVID thing is all bullshit now, the other thing that I have a problem with is you've got all these doctors like the Wuhan lab that's supposedly isolating viruses and then making them, you know, more. Po- Why? Where are you getting this virus? It doesn't. It's never alive. It's dead skeletal system of a cell. What are they looking at? So comments. Well, that's a tough one because I haven't read everything that you've done as well. Um, but it's, of course, something to me, it's, it's like me, it's all just frequency anyway. And you had mentioned that word. Um, yeah, that's how some people can get sick. You just in certain energy or frequency. And then if you're, <clears throat> oh, um, I'll just say if it's a negative thing, then if you're in a weakened state, well, then it really can affect you. And that can be physically. Uh, actually, I've done sessions, Nancy, where I have to point out, I like to point out to people that, you know, and I know everybody here listening knows it, and it can be worded a lot of ways, but you're not your body, you're your energy body. So 
if in your aura or bio field you have a certain frequency, then your body will match that. Because often I realize that people think, well, their aura responds off of their body and vice versa. And it's, you know, I see it's sometimes backward. Um, but, and that's the whole epigenetics thing too, where, or, you know, placebo effect or miracle. You, you heal yourself or you have an effect on yourself with your energy field or bio field. Again, you can call it your thoughts, imagination, but something non-physical. Uh, that's what you really are, not the limited physical, which we'll get into the whole dehydration thing too and talk about that. On That's the water aspect too. Your body sees, water is not just water. It's not just a liquid uh, <clears throat> molecule. There's a whole energy body of it as well. And that matters more so than the physical part, just like with us. Because uh, if the energy aspect is uh, in alignment or cohesive, I guess are the best words for it, um, then the physical body or cup of water will match that. And we are water. We're 80-something percent water. The vehicles we're in, the bodies, depending on how dehydrated you are, um, that's a thing too. So no, it's, so if you are in a weakened state energetically, then yeah, if somebody enters your space and they're sick physically, well then those physical aspects in you can take on that frequency or sickness. Um, yeah, and I have to read the stuff you're talking about as far as what they're looking at, the dead cells and all of that. Um, I do vaguely remember some of that. Well, uh, for, for quite a while, I had the uh, audio of that guy saying that up on Cosmic Reality on the radio where the chat room is because I found it so really informative. Um, and I, I, I thought to find it, but, you know, God only knows where it is right now, so I don't have it. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, go ahead. Oh, no, yeah, sorry, I didn't, I was going to say, because um, I'm looking at a tab up here, and I have the photon belt ascension thing open, I read, uh, that you put in the chat there, and, and then you'd made a comment about ascension symptoms and, uh, say, the Wi-Fi signals and cell phone towers and all that causing the same thing. Well, I, I see the, the connection there, but what it, from my perspective, what it is, they both the ascension symptoms, um, well, how do I tell you that? So the fact that we are going through a photon belt, there's different frequencies available to us sort of thing. That affects your energy body, your biofield, your aura, and so does cell phone signals and Wi-Fi. That's why there's that crossover um, because they're both affecting the same thing. So it's kind of like throwing water on you or milk. Well, you know, unless you are really paying attention, say your eyes are shut, you're not going to know the difference if it's and yes, we can say if your third eye shut, but just think of that for a minute. If somebody throws water on you or milk with your eyes shut, you don't know the difference, but there is a difference there. Um, so, and I know that's kind of a vague analogy, but that's one way of looking at it. You're just going to pick up on the aspects you're able to, which would be getting the liquid thrown on you. And in this case, I'm tying it into the various cell phone signals and or ascension symptoms. You're going to perceive them the same way. But they're different. I know the milk and water thing wasn't real creative, but I was kind of on the fly here. Um, but I'm saying if you could look, I actually thought it was really good. <laughs> yeah. So, if, and then if you realize that, then you know, you know, maybe, let's say you're lactose intolerant, you don't want the milk. Okay. Then you'd know to keep your mouth shut because you don't want, and I don't know why we have the whole throwing it on anything. But if it was water and you dehydrate, you, you maybe want it open sort of thing. So I'm just saying there's more levels that all of us aren't really aware of sometimes. So if we feel a, a glitch in the matrix and we throw up our armor so when i say glitch i'm just saying a weird sensation 
a subtle energy. You know, something's going on metaphysically. Well, sometimes we then throw up all our armors or protections, this, that, and the other. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean a bad frequency is coming around you. Maybe you're feeling what we're talking about, ascension symptoms. Um, I know. Then, then you get stuck in the whole thing. Well, how the heck do you know the difference? Well, then that's when I just do the armor thing. I just see myself, the perfect me, and you can play on those words any which way. But just see an already healed, healthy, happy you, and if it means you want to be more psychic than that, then you're tuning the available frequencies. Now you don't have to worry so much about, you know, good, bad, or indifference. You're just holding your own space, your cohesive energy field, imagining, let's say you had a tummy ache that day physically. Imagine yourself without one. Um, and that's just the best way I can put out, not that anybody asks, but how to take advantage of some of the ascension signs or symptoms that we feel. Regardless, so even if it is a cell phone thing that you're feeling the energy, either way, you've just used your imagination and emotions to program your aura or biofield for, again, that description, a, a healed stomach. Um, I don't go too deep in that because I'll usually even lose myself, but you can see Mark has any input. Yeah, so um, the clip Nancy's talking about the video is from the Rumble channel. Critically thinking in one word, there's no space there. It's from back in November 30th. Uh, the the, the um, video title is called Critically Thinking with Dr. T and Dr. P, and they have uh, four doctors there. There's usually, usually five, but and uh, that was a good topic because the conclusion ultimately was it's an exchange of energy, so it's everything what Derek's talking about, and they go over the EMF thing. Um, so yeah, it, it's all like the, the bioelectricity and, um, one of the really more insightful people, I mean, it, it, it's all, it's a totally good show. Um, but it's Dr. Larry Pilevsky, who's been on the terrain and no virus kick thing and that everybody's constantly, uh, dispelling toxins. So whether it's, um, air we're breathing out and going to the bathroom that's what people are technically catching so um they do offer solutions um they don't mention shungite and, and um you know we mentioned cliff high before and um hopefully uh dr lee Merritt, who was kind of spearheading this whole talk of emf and what they're finding out in siberia and and how to explain it um but eventually she'll talk to cliff high and then get introduce to shungai that that's my that's what i like to see happen because um that that kind of staples everything as far as um you know things coming full circle and getting to the um what do you call it biocompatibilization of uh, reharmonizing of things um oh i wanted to mention the the uh ascension symptoms uh website it's uh Maza stick, it's two Z's.com, and then forward slash uh, the proton belt and energetic highs and lows, and you put a dash in between each um, uh, word there. But um, yeah, this is a good topic because you know you, we're in quote unquote flu season, and so Dr. Merritt says that it, it's not that you're catching something I mean, other than obviously the toxins from the, the people are expelling, but it's that you're not getting enough sun, infrared. And the um, um, vitamin D, and 
So, <clears throat> of course, people can, you know, get different kinds of infrared lights out there. Um, I reference Dr. Jack Cruz to people as far as what's the best uh, device to power your mitochondria. And, um, and of course, having Shungite on is, is, is part of that to, you know, foundationalize your system. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, thanks. Nancy, I was going to bring up one of those, those topics that how do you, how do you uh, differentiate ascension symptoms to um, getting hit with EMF? Oh, <clears throat> and so in the Shanghai Facebook group, I posted, um, uh, Dr. Merritt has a uh, uh, telegram page and every once in a while she does like a voice message and someone posted it in, in tele, tele, uh, Rumble uh, over four minutes of uh, the new China pneumonia outbreak is really electromagnetic magnetic warfare. Um, so I'll just kind of say part of the, uh, it was like a four minute um, audio clip. Uh, she said that uh, this is electromagnetic warfare. The EMF cloud envelops charge levels so metabolism doesn't function. EMF changes your ability to make energy in the cells. Um, and so I linked the uh, Rumble um, video and, and the Telegram voice message. So, yeah, the, the, the Radio 5G was pretty good. It, the, the clip. Is about an hour and 25 minutes. It's a good back and forth exchange as far as, um, you know, differentiating the germ theory versus the terrain theory. And uh, it seems like everybody's on board for terrain. And, and Dr. Merritt explains the origination of, of the of virology and how that was all a fraud too. So they're getting back to the bottom of things. It's the same, I think it was in Yale, the same location where Skull and Bones, but um, it, it's called the scroll and key. And then the guy who had started this whole thing and, and, and just, it, it's really interesting. So, um, I'll send it back to you, Nancy or Derek. Yeah, we're going to play that, uh, that clip tomorrow on radio 5g. Um, and I just, I put the link in at the, yeah, I just put the link in the chat for that particular video. It's, it's very good. It gives you, uh, and these doctors are—they know what they're talking about. Absolutely. I a, yeah, I just shared a link in there, Nancy, on a, a red light therapy device that I—I don't know—I've probably had it for a year now, at least. I uh, used it yesterday, actually. That um, works really. So they have in the if you for those in chat, there's a link in there. Um, but it's called a Dormer, Dormer. So D O M E R laser. Um, it's a handheld device. It just, you know, long story short, flashes the red light at the right frequency. And, you know, they're showing it use on dogs. It can be used for eczema, all sorts of things. So it's a little rechargeable handheld unit. So because some people think you have to get in this whole, um, like a tan bed sort of deal. And they have those. They have masks, mask versions of these things. But this is a convenient one that I had used great use or great results using it. Even putting it on, I think it was called your atlas area on the back of your head kind of thing. You can use it all over, but that was one area I did a lot of effect with it. Just intuitively was led to use it back there. And do your research, everybody listening to this, because you're not supposed to have it on certain areas of your body. Don't shine it in your eyes. Some of these wavelengths will can do some physical harm in certain areas or certain glands. So 
they tell you don't put it on your throat, but just read the instructions if you do look into any of this stuff. Um, but yeah, you can use them for all sorts of things, Nancy. Is again, pets. Okay, why <clears throat> why why do you guys think it's it's the red light frequency that is so critical? What what's it doing? And I've looked at, and I have no idea how, what what's said out there. But when I look at it and use it, it it think like an etch a sketch. So let's say you're you're a piece of your work. Let's say I have an injury on my hand, and let's call that an etch a sketch. Well, there's a certain injury etched in there, but when I shine the light on there, the frequencies or the etch a sketch kind of get shook, shaken up, and then I use literally my imagination and emotions to reprogram it. So I just imagine it you know get excited that it's already happened sort of deal and it happens instantly um and then it resets it so again that's the best explanation i can say is it kind of shakes that etch a sketch if you know what i'm talking about you know so then you can rewrite your that area so then i would rewrite it in my thoughts as no injury in my hand um and it works well for that you don't have to have it one, one, because one of the things that uh, when I was, um, right, I grew up in Massachusetts, so for years, I mean years, decades, every Christmas I would go home. And this one Christmas, I was, uh, was at the airport to be picked up. And so I'm trying to find, I don't know who's going to pick me up. So I'm, I'm really looking at people. This is in Boston Airport. I'm really looking at people trying to find out where's, where's my family. And I realized that everybody looked sick. They all looked gray to me. And actually, when my brother walked up, I didn't even recognize him. And I realized that these people, at that time, be stressed out over Christmas and everything else. <clears throat> but also because they... they and I attributed it to the fact that it was winter time, and they weren't. They were in their houses. They they weren't going outside. They weren't getting sun, but they were also contained within their houses for longer periods of times. So they're not going out at all, and that EMF is probably building up in their systems, and they're probably really sick. So I stopped going <clears throat> to Christmas time. I go in the middle of the summer, and they all look healthy <laughs> comparatively to the winter time so there's something in the sun well i mean there's that story w when i was working in the uh, condominium i worked uh, midnight to eight so for 25 years i saw the sun rise over the atlantic ocean almost every day and i would just stand there and and you know just take in the beauty of it I wasn't thinking in terms of electromagnetic radiation or radiation that you can only get from the sun. It might be some special frequency we don't know about. I'm sure there is. But I wasn't thinking that way. I was just enjoying it. But for those 25 years, I virtually didn't ever sleep more than four hours at a time because of the night shift thing. And yet I was perfectly healthy. And I kept telling people, I said, God, you people are dead for eight hours. You know, you got to get over this. You don't need that much sleep in my ignorance. <laughs> and then after I left that job and was, you know, in a nine to, or nine to five thing, um, I needed to sleep. 
And then I realized it was that it was I was like taking in this energy instead of sleeping. It was this this healing energy from the sun every day for 25 years. So I don't underestimate that power. But my question here was, why is it's just the red light frequency uh, that seems to be what people are recommending? Do you know what that's doing to the body, Derek? I mean, what's it giving the body that makes the difference? No, I mean, you can, like in that link I shared, I mean, you can get into all the science of it where it tells you it affects the cells at this level and does that. And, um, you know, so I just, I like to stay a little more vague. You know, I just, I talk energies and frequencies. So, I mean, again, for me, when I, when I do in music, because I, I question everything about this red light lady, because I'd heard it somewhere talked about intuitively. It was, it drew enough of my attention to where I kept, you know, thinking about it. Well, that's not random in my life. If you grab any of my <laughs> very limited time, there's a reason for it, even if it's just something, some device I heard of or whatever. Uh, and then I just follow the breadcrumbs or synchronicities from there. And then, long story short, got a hold of one. I've been trying it, and it was, and then I just, again, didn't get too much in the science of it, but perceived it myself and just saw what it was doing. Um, and so again, no, I can't really get into the exact explanation. I mean, I can jump on the web page and and read some stuff. Well, Mark knows a lot about it because he's been yeah. into the so he, life. So, Mark, what do you know about it? Yeah. So what I did was I just typed in Jack Cruz. Cruz is K R U S E, and then red light on uh, your keyword search. So I guess I'll just read a portion of it. It's really long, but. Uh, near infrared is very is a very important part of solar radiation because it's present in sunlight from sun up to sunset um, everywhere on Earth. This helps explain why outdoor sunlight builds wellness because cell water, easy water, is the ideal red chromophore, meaning it absorbs huge amounts of red light to make cell water a battery or capacitor. So it fills the mitochondria. Uh, he he does like this whole long thing, but um, see, let me see. No one seems to realize this links to when diabetes became a massive problem during indoor living from 1800 and onward. Um, yeah, so that that's from one of it, from 2016 in his blog post. But I, I yeah, I have the red light panel at home. I use um, as much as I can, but it's always emphasized that it's better to be outdoors than to stick with um, uh, uh, infrared panel only. I mean, it's 40%. I mean, I know that the sun is weaker, obviously, during the winter, but there's more of the spectrum that your body will need. So uh, if you can do both, great. Um, another one is vitamin D lamp. Uh, the company's called Sperity, S-P-E-R-T-I. And um, yeah, that's what I use. There's also the, um, oh, as far as which uh, red light panel to get, there's the um, EMR tech. That's letters E-M-R-T-E-K. Um, that's Canada based. Um, I think there's another one, Midwest uh, Midwest Therapy. If you just type in Midwest and then blue blocking glasses, they'll come up. They have one that's pretty inexpensive. So yeah, you want to get a good quality one because <clears throat> to balance out the flicker rate and then the um, radiation output. But then you can always put in a uh, silver shungite S4 um, magnet on it. So um yeah, if you can get a small one, that would be great. You just jumped to the blue blocker, did you? Uh, blue blocking glasses, yeah. yeah. That's what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about an infrared panel. I'm just saying that if you okay. want to find one of the better quality uh, infrared right. lights, 
aside from what Derek uh, uh, posted in chat, that, that that's another company. Do you have those links? If you can, we, you know, it might help people. But the blue, <clears throat> the blue blocking light, the glasses. Um, wh yeah. Why would? Yeah, I want I, explain to people why they should have this blue block blocking. I mean, uh, if you go into like like the the lights that's the light that's projected in your computer, TV, uh, what do you call it? Uh, cell phone, grocery store. Um, though that kind of radiation is harmful and causes cancer, diabetes, uh, and and destroys sleep. Like it diminishes your melatonin. So when you're out and about at night and you have these, um, you could wear orange glasses and then the red ones and uh um they're not cheap i mean they do have cheap ones in amazon but you got to get the right kinds um the two companies i mentioned the the mid midwest company has one they're the cheapest ones and, and a bunch of those are sold out but what it does is it, it increases your melatonin um and and helps you get better sleep and those are the things i mentioned it does help prevent that um but Unfortunately, the same photoreceptors in your eyes are also in your skin, so you got to cover up your skin too if you're going to be out and about at night. So it's a combination of things, but um, getting uh, sunrise, sunlight, and sunset does overcome the uh, exposure to blue light. That's in, um, you know, that's why like people who are constantly in, in using their their uh, devices at night can't get sleep because they're they're bomb getting bombarded with this uh, blue light. Um, and it, it takes away their melatonin. And um, recently they made a, uh, what do you call it, a non-blue light computer. Um, I think the, the website is uh, daylightcomputer.com, and you type in the password cruise2023, and it'll you can pre-order the new, um, I think you call it an anabolic computer. So Dr. Jack Cruz, he details this in his Facebook page and, and Twitter, um, the X. Um, uh, site of, of uh, so there's no flicker, uh, low EMF, and it looks like a, a piece of paper you're reading from. Um, I think it, it, the, the computer starts at $900, the tablet version, and they're eventually going to make a laptop and uh, what do you call it, uh, phone version. So this was just announced like a week or two ago. So pretty pretty new stuff. Um, can you can you give us the uh, name of those people with the glasses? again the manufacturing yeah um i'll put it in chat and then re-mention it again in in um the audio here uh so i can get the specific you know name of name of the site but it's really simple like you don't need you don't really need to get these these kinds of equipment if you you can get up and and get some kind of morning sun sunlight um even if it's cloudy you're still getting the infrared rays coming in and all I'm saying here is, um, you know, uh, Dr. Cruz has a bunch of, he's been on a bunch of podcasts over the years, so you could get the information there. <clears throat> and of course, the grounding element. But I mean, back to what we were talking about the five docs that people get sick because they're not getting sunlight. It's that simple. Um, yeah. Back to you. Well, it, it may be, <clears throat> it may be. The sunlight, but it's also the water. Um, a friend of mine got dehydrated, 
And it was weird because just before I found out this, and it had, had medical issues happen, um, just before I found out about this, I start, started thinking to myself, I'm not drinking enough water. But a little bit ago, a while back, Derek had said that only 10% of the water that we drink actually is retained in the in the body itself, in the cells. And the rest of it just urinating out. And I'm going like, yeah, the body's too efficient for that. Why would you do that? And how is it that people that don't have any water seem to be able to survive on very little water? That didn't make any sense to me. But then in discussing this dehydration event that this person had, I'm looking at it and I'm going, wait a minute, wait a minute, let, 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 let's just talk about this. And so I looked up and I think I might have already put it in chat, but I'm going to do it again if I did. Um, so we, we, I find this website <clears throat> and I start looking at the website and I'm realizing that what is being talked about as being the symptoms for dehydration very much is the same things that you're getting when you're getting, you know, toxicity in your body in the buildup. And so then I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm talking and I'm going like, okay, so what, why would, why would the body need all this excess water? And I realized it, as I'm reading this particular you know, symptoms of dehydration. Oh, okay, so dehydration, your, your body, when your body gets a whole bunch of toxicity around it, and we are in a terribly toxic environment, those people that didn't need much water, it was probably because they didn't have any technology around them, you know, cooking them. There are people, you know, that don't have cell phones, don't have technology hanging around all over the place. And so their bodies are really not necessarily concerned with getting rid of all this toxicity. But if the concept of toxicity indicates that the symptoms, see what they're, what, what they're saying about the EMF and stuff, is that the radiation duplicates the same symptoms that you get in COVID. Well, what are those symptoms? Well, it's, you know, flu symptoms. <laughs> basically the flu system symptoms <clears throat> so when you have a situation where you're got a toxic buildup one of the things that happens is that you start expelling uh liquid from your eyes from your nose from your you, you urinate a lot well if you're in a highly toxic environment <clears throat> tox in your body and it's trying to flush it out it's probably using more money, more urine. They say that you you know you urinate, you have to urinate more often. But if you don't have enough water in you, then it must start leaching the water from your cells. That throws you into a state of dehydration. So all sorts of, and then you're then you're in a in a terrible, you know, uh, situation because. Okay, there's increased sweating, frequent urination, diarrhea, intake of sufficient in, intake of insufficient water, vomiting, fever, medic, uh, medications cause it. But the the symptoms were like, let me see if I can see 
where those symptoms were that they were listing and it was like okay dry skin dry mucous membrane reduced skin turgor i think that's you know anyway and hypertension uh cognitive impairment tardic tachycardia and hypertension uh your constant your urine becomes concentrated Oh, now in in this case, dehydration, you're getting reduced urinary output because when you're in the state of of dehydration, the only water in your body really is the ones in your in your cells. And so then then if you get that bad, you're feeling tired and fatigued, okay, but you're also getting dizziness and lightheadedness, confusion, you know, so it it's there's all sorts of symptoms that all come down to the same thing it's a toxic buildup not because of germs but it's a toxic buildup your body goes into flu-like symptoms you're trying to flush everything out and because you're flushing trying to flush the body's trying to flush out it needs a lot of water that's why when if you got a fever you all oh, drink a lot of water well yeah drink a lot of water all the time and that's what I'm trying to push here. Drink water. I mean, when I started looking at what dehydration really meant, uh, low blood pressure, high blood pressure, uh, it, it, every, everything goes wonkers. So this person that was, you know, in a state of dehydration went to the hospital and they looked at all they did all these tests all these tests all these tests all these tests and during the period of time that they were doing all these tests they wouldn't give them any water so the dehydration problem was intensified now that's the that that's the the problem with the medical establishment is that you go in and you've got the symptoms well those symptoms could be toxicity emf you know problems it could be a lot of things that dehydration it could be a lot of things but no they jump on the the ones that are going to in my opinion cost the much the most to test for and they can maybe get you on a drug and that'll make them money so they look at this and they've got a standard of protocol that they have to follow so you got these symptoms and this is what you do but they don't say you got these symptoms check for dehydration not on the list because everything is designed to give you the drug that you need so i think maybe if you go out in the morning and you get a little sun and you go out in the evening you get a little sun and you drink a lot of water you may not get sick <laughs> because the body is incredible the more we learn about it the more incredible it is so uh any comments <clears throat> I guess not. Yeah, no, no, it's pretty thorough. Um, but you said, I, mean, I I did have a couple of things I wanted to read back to the um, red light thing. In addition to yeah. that, because the the red light does help structure the water in your body, and and create more energy. So this is a let me see. Uh, red light is a powerful drug equals big pharma. Um, the time has come to think of red light as a powerful compound pharmacy. Considering that red light and sun, sunlight makes up 42% of our stars, 
light should make you realize just how powerful starlight uh, is for cells. Irradiation with red light causes cause gene and non-coding RNA regulation for photo acceptor protection in the retina. Um, he was, and then he goes on. Uh, this Dr. Cruz is a blog. If you listen to my Vermont 2017 YouTube video, you'd realize just how powerful this effect is. These um, these findings may open a new challenge for photobiomodulation to displace big pharma as the go-to pharmacy for humans. The key with photobiomodulation is um, understanding the effect of frequency and power density on the red light chromophores in our cells. Um, and then let me see, there's another one where it's also anti-cancer. Uh, let's see, 40% infrared. This is nature's version of photodynamic therapy. Ultraviolet and infrared combo light <clears throat> and sunlight is your vaccine to cancer. Amongst all the different types of cancer treatment, photodynamic therapy, where light is used to destroy malignant cells, might have one of the strangest side effects. Patients are often better able to see in the dark. Huh. What? Uh, why? Because PDT, photodynamic therapy, red light is used to lyse cancer cells. The same red light stimulates the repair of the photoreceptors in the eye and affects how retinal acts with those photoreceptors. So yeah, it's, um, there's like whole different pages of uh, photobiomodulation, which is just basically uh, infrared light healing um, on, on uh, Facebook um, and YouTube. So it's a whole thing of, of uh, re reversing all sorts of stuff. Do you, can you put a link in the chat room? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, and then the Midwest thing is uh, uh, MidwestRedLightTherapy.com. MidwestTherapy.com. Okay. Um, either of you got anything else? No, not right now. We're getting up to a close to thing anyway. We can talk about bubbles in the next segment if you want. You got, yeah. Um, uh, the, yeah, I have a couple of things. So um, you do have a Rumble page, right? A new one. Um, let me see. Uh, people just type in Shungite Reality and uh, you have the your different videos from back in 2014, May of 2014, some of your first shows, May and June. And Yeah. Um, well, yeah. What, I, what I did was realizing that Shungite was um, trending. And that they weren't getting it. I mean, you know, they're talking to people that are making Shungite products. And those people that are making Shungite products, to be honest with you, have, have probably copied everything that we've ever done. But they didn't copy the, the, the enterology concept of it. They're not talking energy. And so I said, well... I mean, we've tried to get them to, you know, come over and listen to us. But I said, let me just put up a Rumble channel with Shungite Reality on it. If people are looking for Shungite, maybe they'll find us. And the first one that I put up was that one from 14, where it was the first time that Walt and I had done a radio show together regarding Shungite. And all you have to do is listen to to the amazing... That early in the game, early 2014, the amazing uh, amount of information that Walt gives in the concept of enterology on Shungite. So um, we now have Shungite reality on Rumble. And what I'm doing is that I'm picking the ones that I think would 
you know, interest people right off the bat. And one of them is when we had the uh, the show about um, uh, the show about what one what one uh, the money thing the money thing how you can save money because people you know money talks. So there's about six of them up there now, and I'll start putting this type of every every week put the, this show up. But I've also got uh, a telegram and an X uh, Shungite reality uh, page or channel or whatever they call it. So we're we're really trying to push it because it, it's it's got so many things. I mean, we could talk for probably quite a while of why Shungite will help mitigate a lot of the symptoms simply because of the way that it eliminates the toxins from your body it wants to make that it's the energy field toxins are rotating in the wrong direction you get it in an energy field of shungite and boom they start to spin correctly um bio biocompatible but you're still getting a lot of that excess energy that you don't need your body doesn't want it it may be biocompatible but now it's still a lot of energy that your body just is like no i don't i don't think i like this (laughs) So um, it can do a, a tremendous amount to help, but it can't completely, you, you got to get away from, do as much as you can to limit your exposure to electromagnetic radiation is basically the thing I would say. So um, what we'll do here is it's top of the hour, so we're going to take a break. We'll be right back.
And welcome back to Shungite Reality for the second hour. It's December 12th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit and Mark Joseph. Um, thank you for the information that we just went through. I think it's important for everybody to know. And maybe staying healthy is as simple as getting enough sun and enough water. Who knows? There was a book that was written. It was called The Keys of Enoch. And it was came out in... I believe it was like 72 is when I first got read it, uh, by James Hertak. And this book is a huge book. And supposedly Hertak got taken off of Earth and was given all this information. And to be honest with you, it's so convoluted that I've read it twice and, and gone through it a number of times in different areas. And it... It's so far out there that you kind of, like, it'll boggle your mind. And nobody was paying too much attention to it until things that he was he had said in that book began to appear as truth. You know, all of a sudden, was I read that someplace. Where did I read it? Oh, the Book of Knowledge, the Keys of Enoch, book by James Hertek. Okay. So he ended up talking to a lot of scientific uh, organizations regarding this. But the one thing that I can tell you that I took away with it, took away from it, was that he said that in the future, it would be sound and light that was the healing modality. So I think maybe uh, he had it right back in 72. Um, okay, Derek, you want to tell the bubble story? Unless one of you got something else to say on that topic from the first hour? Yeah, Shungite water. Uh, you have your, your book on the testimonies of people using that water for their garden and, and, and different things, right? Just have uh, three three rocks and then you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the most important thing is to... Well, water is incredibly important, like we're talking about. Um, but, you know, you start out with water. Do you, Is it the right kind of water? And one of the things that is, and we might want to, you might know more about this than I do, either of you, um, but the best water is alkaline water, 7.8 or above. That is extreme, you know, kind of pH. But in Florida, <laughs> I love Florida, in Florida, they the water comes from an aquifer, which means that you've got essentially a floating coral bed that makes up the state of Florida, and water coming out of rivers from uh, Georgia go underground, 
and fill this aquifer. Now, the aquifer will also take in rainwater and that sort of thing. But the aquifer is the water that we drink is contained in in the limestone structure that is the state of Florida. Well, it's extremely <laughs> pH high. It, it's, I, I have to measure the fish water, okay? And the fish want it more like below 70. But when I get, so when I get the water out of the tap, I have to test it and then put uh, something that will lower the pH every time I change the tank. So for, from the standpoint of having the best water probably in the world, it's the aquifer from Florida. I'm sure there's others, but this one is really good. And there's a story about Florida. And Ponce de Leon comes here and he establishes St. Augustine as his, his uh, well, St. Augustine came from his, his uh, exploration. But supposedly the, the, at that time, there's this whole story about looking for the fountain of, of youth. And when I was thinking about it, I said, okay, so you're a sailor and you got off of this boat and that boat probably had something that might have started out as water, maybe, but it got to be just terrible. And you get on Florida and you go, oh, look, there's a river there. Oh, it's fresh water. And you start drinking it and, you know, this type of thing. And the Native Americans say, why are you drinking that dirty water? Fish poop in that water. And you say, well, what water are you drinking? Oh, just dig down four feet and you're going to have really good water. Yeah, it's all alkaline. And because it is, that may be the source of the whole story about finding the fountain of youth. It's below my feet in the aquifer. Just saying, because we've known for a long time that people that live in Florida have a longer lifespan. And myself included thought that it had to do with the fact that the uh, the negative positive ion balance in Florida because of the water, any place you're near water, you know, you've got all these really good negative ions that are making you healthier. And that's what I kind of thought it might have been. But now I'm thinking, no, it's probably the water. You don't have to go get a, a pH enhancer in Florida because the water right out of the tap is, like I say, I measure it all the time. It's way above 7.5. Whether it's 7.8, I'm not sure because my gauge doesn't go that high. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so anything else, Mark? <clears throat> Yeah, but um, you're mentioning Derek's story. I don't know if that. Oh, gosh, oh. no. We'll wait on Priority. that. <laughs> no, a bubble story. No, well, I think that the bubble story is uh, part of the story that we're telling. Because when you, <laughs> when you told me the story, I was like appalled. So why don't you tell the story? Because you talk about toxins. And then, sure. And then, yeah, Mark, you hang on to what you got as well, because I'm sure we'll have time. Um, what we're talking about here is, I mean, nothing too exciting. It was actually before the podcast, um, I had to run down. In fact, I, I'm so I'm at Bigfoot's Den. I'm upstairs um, in my office and my water bottle, because Nancy and I were talking about dehydration, just all kinds of things. 
So I remembered where it was and <clears throat> was walking downstairs to get it. And on my way back up, I noticed there was a, a bubble. So, you know, those bubbles you can buy at the store for kids. You know, you blow through and they kind of go everywhere. So two days ago, we had a group here and they were given bubbles. So it was just a party happening in little gift bags or bubbles. And a person was blowing them. And then again, two days ago. And then this morning, just before the podcast, I was walking upstairs and looked on the, the stairs railing that there's still a bubble sitting there and it wasn't popped. I'm like, what in the heck is in this thing? And then I didn't tell you this part, Nancy, but it took me a couple times to pop it because I wasn't thinking about this. It wasn't a, um, you know, a big bubble conspiracy going on. I was just grabbing my shungite water coming back upstairs to hurry up for the podcast. And then I realized, I'm like, oh yeah, I saw that, that person blowing bubbles off their second story, which is not a great idea two days ago. Um, and then I, I realized what happened and saw that thing. When I tried to pop it, it pushed in. So we're just talking about a bubble that was maybe, I don't know, an inch, inch and a half across, just a typical one. And it was malleable. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but I mean, or pliable. I, I could poke it, Nancy, and it didn't pop. I had to really give it pressure. And then it was kind of sticky after that. So, and I actually found out with some of our equipment here, there's hopefully not permanent bubble marks I have a basketball hoop set up here um, with an, a cloth catch net under it, let's say. So it's just one of those ones you can buy for, at home and it rolls the ball back to you. And on that piece of cloth that's under the hoops that, again, rolls the ball back to the person throwing it, it's covered with little round marks all over it now from the bubbles. So there were so many toxins, and that's what she was saying she was kind of amazed or, or dumbfounded about is how the heck can there even be a bubble exist a couple days later um, and then, and I'd never seen one like this. It was so hard to pop. So just, I guess the whole point was, I mean, I, I don't even know what kind of chemicals. I don't have a jar of it or I wish, I don't think they have put ingredients on bubbles anyway, because it's non-consumable. But those things were so latent with something that, yeah, it's still, it'd probably still be there for several days, I'm sure. It was, it was such a, a hard surface on the thing. This is the time that you wish you had a lab that you could go and say what in the heck is this bubble made of because it's probably full of all sorts of awful toxins and you're giving it to your kids and they're blowing them and popping them all over each other no wonder that kids get sick when they go to a birthday party and the food remember they're eating pizza yep yep well we banned it from here now any bubbles as of after that night once i saw what was happening because, you know, we didn't, didn't give any thought. I didn't know people were going to bring in a gift bag with a bunch of bubbles in it. Next, all we know is it's raining bubbles everywhere. And then we, we see the, 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 yeah, the results. So, see, there's toxins all around. They come in different packages. And yeah. they'll tell you yeah. they're safe. Yeah, well, far from it. But, no, it wasn't a, a huge bubble story. That was just one of the filler stories we were talking about. Um but yeah, those things are nasty. <laughs> oh my god. I used to have fun with bubbles, but not anymore. I'm not gonna touch a bubble. What's no. in it? Breathing that stuff in too. Say again. No, I say you're breathing that stuff in too, because you're putting it yeah. right in your mouth. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. do you have more topics uh, that we moved over? Yeah. Um so your mysticalwares.com site is um, 
obviously the most advanced uh, Shungite site in the world, right? Um, energy devices, um, products. So, you know, we're in the sh holiday shopping season. Uh, actually, let let me. We'll get to that one later, but there, there's a page, um, <clears throat> mysticalwares.com forward slash uh, Shanghai dash studies. And so um, people who want to see, you know, actual evidence of, of the countless things Shanghai can do, um, you can go there. So one of the big ones that, uh, like, like, for example, Mike Adams Health Ranger report is talking about dioxin, which he says is in meat is in the stuff we eat. Uh, and so Shungite does um, de-atomize that. Uh, I should put that in the Facebook group. <clears throat> but, um, you know, if people are gifting Shungite and want to show uh, um, the, the countless tests it's been through and the conclusions, it's there. So I don't know, Derek, if, if you can give a quick highlight, you know, it, it um, uh, what do you call it, dissipates glyphosate, fluoride uh, to highlight um, and and the exact numbers of, of what it does to radiation. So, um, yeah, if you can give us a quick highlight of that page. But if, if people are sharing like a frequently asked questions to people new to Shungite, always share the Shungite studies page because it's the documentation is all there. Yeah, and that's the, <clears throat> excuse me, the beauty of it too. It's not you know, it's not stuff that I like to make the, the bad joke saying, you know, it's not me in my garage doing all this stuff. And then, I mean, yeah, I do do that, but that's not what these studies are from. These are from, um, you know, actual organizations or um, universities or, you know, scientists. It depends. Uh, and yeah, there's 70 something studies on there. And they've, if you scroll through the studies, you'll see things like Mark was just mentioning. Shungite absolutely has a, a proven effect on toxins and, and harmful things like glyphosate, Roundup Weed Killer, rad particles. Um, and there's a reason they, they put Shungite in Fukushima uh, and that area province over there as well for just that reason. I mean, it, it, even as you scroll through the studies, I don't know how many, I'm gonna add more to it as well. But they've given Shungite to rats, mice, boar, I mean, all kinds of animals, not just animals, but plants. Um, so it's used in just a plethora of ways uh, they've even got some stem cell studies in here where they've introduced it to um, the C60 molecule. So some of these do say they're talking about it from the perspective of the, the carbon 60 molecule and or shungite. Most of them are just straight shungite they're talking about. Um, and some of them are the, the different effects they have on like antioxidant effects of C that C60 molecules have on the molecular level of animals. And that just I won't even get into that one because that's a big study. You can read that on the website as well, where it shows you know how it can help you through everything from the skin cells to your blood, anti-inflammatory effects, things like that. So, and then I'm trying to find a certain one in here. I can read you a little segment of it. Um, I was even one in there. Where, I mean, they've added Shungite to things like um, uh, natural. <clears throat> uh, oh, geez, what are they called? Like, um, oh my gosh, now I'm going to totally blank out on that one. Different funguses, different uh, molds, things like that. Because all those aren't negative, but they're having an effect on them. So basically, when you kind of go through the, the gist of a lot of these studies, if it's something that we often perceive as negative, you know, toxins, radiation, chemicals, stuff like that, 
it has a great effect on those in in your biome and or outside of it. So it works both ways. Um, I mean, they've given it to was it rats or mice and tripled the lifespan. Um, and usually they typically die of cancer. There's even a study in here where it's on the coronavirus, so they've used it against that um, with with great effects. Oh, um, green extraction, that's one I was stumbling on. I was trying to find this one really quickly. Um, but, you know, they take, it affects it energetically and physically both. And that's the beauty of Shungai too, because it's, you know, everything is both. It's not just physical or metaphysical. Um, and then it's been used with cancers, all sorts of things. I don't know, Nancy, were there any studies that really stood out to you that we've talked about in the past? I'm scrolling through these real quickly now. Um, you did have your glyphosate video and the uh, the microscope video on the um, Facebook Shanghai group. So people can just type in glyphosate and then show the actual video of Shanghai uh, uh, dissipating glyphosate, right? I don't know if that's a re oh, yeah. mentioning. Yeah, I forgot where I shared that thing. I got to find some of those things again. Um, I think I shared it on Dropbox somewhere too. But that's a really cool one where you actually I zoom in on a microscope and I literally went and bought a big old jug of um, Roundup weed killer, put a, just took a drop of it, put it on a slide, stuck it on the microscope, introduced Shungite to it, and it just started moving around. Um, and there's sometimes slight movement under these um, these slides because of the evaporation of the water that sometimes you add on there, but that's not what this case was. It was literally, you could see it pulsing and moving around and then breaking the, I'll just call it the the wall or barrier around the piece of glyphosate, or I guess the sample of glyphosate would be a better way of saying it. Um, I mean, here's another one there where they even, scientists have made gloves out of it as well for high radiation environments. They call it aggressive media. Uh, well, yeah, radiation is aggressive. Um, so, no, just, uh, again, so many ways and get creative because, you know, everybody hasn't figured it all out yet. Well, the, the toxic, uh, the glyphosate, anything that's toxic has a rotation at the molecular level that is rotating opposite your cells. Everything that's biologically alive. That's why it's a toxin. And when you have the 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 toxin uh, the glyphosate that what's happening to it is that the field of the shungite is trying to reverse its spin because the shungite's a more powerful spin in its field than the toxin is in this case glyphosate so glyphosate so what happens is that as it like an electromagnetic wave hits the shungite field and it completely reverses instantaneously it reverses its spin because it's a wave but when you got a molecule it starts to stop the spin and in stopping the spin it loses what i call molecular cohesion and it falls apart it's it's you know that, that's a, that's the way i see it that's the way i've talked about it that's the way that the the data seems to have you know tell me so when you, all of your food, okay, your water, okay, you you put a, a three shungite nuggets on a water pipe, the water's going to be alive. It's going to be made, it's going to go into a bio, see, water will go stale. It'll go boom, stop spinning. It's dead water. 
And that, if you put it down a pipe and you, you know, you, you go a few hundred feet or you make a right-hand turn, you've stopped the natural spin of the water. So what happens, although Derek has said 45-degree turn, I don't know, I heard it as a 90, but there's a turn in the pipe, you lose the, the natural live water. When you get it in the shungite field, it starts spinning again. Now it's alive again. So the water is not only now better for you, but the water it doesn't have the toxicity in it because it hit the shungite field. All right. So you got you can clear up your water. Now your refrigerator. Put a magnet on the refrigerator. What happens is that there's a torsion field that's created because you've got not just the, the shungite field working, you've got an electric field working, and you've got an orgon field working. Remember, orgon is always integral to everything. And so you've got a very powerful field, plus you've got the magnetic field of the shungite magnet itself. So you've got this powerful field that inside of the refrigerator, your food inside the refrigerator is going to detoxify. That's why you have, like I've got spinach. I've had the spinach in the refrigerator now for two weeks. It's perfectly the same way it was when I put it in there. Because you don't have the the, the toxins that begin to, to quickly deteriorate spinach normally. Um, they're not there. So when the spinach gets old enough, it doesn't go into that mushy stuff that you get it almost dehydrates. Yes, you'll get some mushiness, but it's like it's drying out. And you get that same effect in a pyramid. You know, they put things into a pyramid and they will become detoxified because it's basically the same kind of a field that's happening. Uh, not like with Shungite, but well, I think that Shungite is probably more powerful than a pyramid. And you add Shungite to a pyramid, you got real power. It's just everything, everything in, in, in neurology, you know, add the shungite and then you, because it's always being fed from the quantum field. So don't underestimate what will happen when you put yourself in a totally shungite environment. Your food is being detoxified. Now, like for cans and stuff, okay, the cans for the, you know, the cat food, I put it in the refrigerator. And you really don't need much time in there, but mostly it's it's overnight. Then I take it out. I know that I can tell I can tell by the feel of it. I know that that toxins in that material in the food is no longer there. And for things like you have um, uh, your pantry and you've got powdered stuff in there, well, get yourself a a, a metal sheet that you know will hold the magnet. Put. Put it in in with your all your dry products, you know, and everything, and put the magnet on there, and those things will last a lot longer. I've had cream half and half that was six months over the end date, six months, and it was still perfectly all right. I ended up having a little bit in the bottom of it, and I said, well, it's, I, I don't, you know, I needed the space in the refrigerator, so I threw it out. But who knows, it could still be right. Could it still be right? Uh, so don't underestimate Shungite. And you can get Shungite at mysticalwares.com. And, yes, there's a lot of places out there that are into Shungite now. But remember, we've been at this for, since 2014. 
That's nine years ago, almost ten years ago, almost a decade of totally, you know, consumed with Shanghai. You know, what can it do now? What can it do that, you know, and people, the Shanghai reality book, it's got like 66 pages of testimonials from people who back in 2014, 15, 16, they, they were, you know, they took a chance with us that we were telling them the truth. They investigated it. And so many of the things that they said actually led us to understand Shanghai more because we hadn't seen the effects that they had, but they were reporting on them. So, uh, and you can get that, you know, uh, Derek's got FAQs, frequently asked questions. I've got it on Cosmic Reality. Go to the blog, books and blogs, and you're going to be able to pull off the chapter from Shanghai Reality on the FAQs. So there's a lot of information out there, but we've got the best. And I say this because I looked at all of the stuff that they were doing. And most people will get into Shungite. They'll start buying from the Shungite store in Kareli, although I don't know if they can even do that anymore. And they, they were just cut and paste, cut and paste. It was the same stuff all over and all over. And it's not true. Now, let me give you an example. They tell you that to get shungite water, you have to put in like fistfuls of shungite nuggets into it and let it sit for 72 hours. What? Three nuggets. 20 seconds. So if you don't look at the anaerology, you don't understand shungite. Derek understands shungite. You know, he we, we gave him a nice group of products to start out with. And he's taken it even further. And Walt Silva, you know, he's gotten into some, let's say, bigger energy devices in that they're just bigger. Um, but the, if you're going to talk about Shanghai, please look at what we've done. We give it to you. We're not trying to hide it. I'm glad that people are, are copying us. But for God's sakes, understand why. Why does it work? Because if you understand why it works, you will have a handle not only on keeping your own environment in a protected environment, but you, you're going to understand science. They've been lying to you about the science since the conception of it. And what we're trying to do is get to the root of what makes everything tick. And I can tell you the cardinal rules. Resonance. Resonance makes it go. And quantum entanglement keeps it together. That's it. You understand those two concepts, then everything begins to make sense, including why we have gravity. <laughs> you know, so um, anyway, little rant there, but it does, you know, I, I, I love to see it spreading, but I want the truth because it, it, without understanding why and how it works, you're not getting the full teaching that Shanghai has given us. I mean, I... I coined the phrase anerology back in the 70s but I only began to understand it really when I started interacting with Shanghai okay back to you Mark or Derek yeah that um, I mean can you count how many ask the audience can you count how many um, online shops sell um, S4 Shanghai you know with, with silver 
There's very, very few. I can count one, I mean, or, or two other ones, but it's not to the degree and expansiveness of mystical wares. Um, I guess we can get into um, best sellers. You know, we're in the holiday shopping season, so uh, maybe Derek can go over best sellers, recommended winter buys. I mean, I thought about posting like a winter kit, or maybe you can make a, what do you call it, like a, uh, uh, um, if you buy three, then then it would be uh, a better buy than buying them separately, like the lip balm, the the skin uh, cream, and um, oh, what's the other one? I'll think of the third one, but it's those things where people's you know outer surface is dry, like hands uh, and face, and then they can use um, the oh yeah. Um, what was it? Lip balm, the skin cream, and then I, f I forget there was a third one. Um, but I'm trying to think too of what it would be. Maybe not the honey. Um, I think it was a silver saturated versus the uh, regular raw shine. But the honey would also make a great gift too. I mean, you have like how many? Like five <laughs> different versions of the honey. So, um, I mean, now that uh, like I was telling Nancy, um, I'm, I have Dr. Jane Ruby in my Telegram, and then. I don't know where she started showing, telling Shanghai like uh, late November or something, uh, like an ad. And of course, it's the the usual, you know, the what do you call it? The, the normie <laughs> version that's not silver. So um, well, let, let's just stop a second on the silver. OK, because what most people there are people out there that say they have the silver saturated Shanghai. But I can guarantee you that it's not the same thing that Derek has. Why? Because of the expense. All right. A lot of these people are into Shungite because of the money. You know, there's a lot of them out there that are into it because they're dedicated to it. But the money issue can cloud your mind. And when you're making silver saturated Shungite and it does not come from mystical wares, what they're doing is they're using colloidal silver. And they're putting whatever it is in the colloidal silver, and they claim it's 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 silver saturated. No, it's got silver in it. It's not saturated. And the difference is is that when Derek makes silver saturated, he puts in actual silver. Now you got silver in the colloidal silver, but it's it's nanoparticles of it. When he's taking it and putting it in a tumbler for three days with the nuggets and a thousand dollars worth of shungite i mean silver you can t you can see it under an electronic microscope all right you can see the coating of the silver on the sh shungite but it's not just a coating it's actually imbued into the you can't scrape it off now you'll get that effect with the you know the colloidal silver stuff but not in such a concentration. It's not saturated. But when Derek is putting it through the tumbler with the silver, it's saturated. So even if you think you're building, buying silver shungai, no. You're bu buying a lesser product of silver shungai. If you're going to spend the money, spend it with Derek. Because then you're going to get the real thing. All right. I'm over. <laughs> Yeah, I can tell you a little bit more about the, uh, so 
And what they're talking about, of course, is what we now call the cosmic silver shungite. Um, that tumbler that Nancy mentioned is, and I've mentioned this before, and I think there's some images online somewhere, uh, but it's hexagon shaped, the same shape, of course, as a honeybee's honeycomb. And they didn't choose that shape randomly. It's, it's not, um, there's a reason for that. It holds etheric or metaphysical energy uh, real well is why honeybees use it as well. It's not just honeybees use shape, it comes in nature in different spots. Um, but that's that's some of the understanding behind it on the tumbler. And with the three days, yeah, those just hundreds of little tiny silver bars are what's called the tumbling medium that's in the rock tumbler that, that I have the shungai to. So yeah, it's just rolling around in those in that hexagon shaped container for three days being imbued with that silver. And just like Nancy mentioned too, it 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 permeates it, it gets in the Shanghai, it goes through it. Um, silver and gold, some several metals migrate on computer chips and things like that. You don't have to have them on computer chips for it to do that, but they will, they'll move to their, the best suited space. I'll put it that way. Um, and so that's why Shanghai also does get it, it, it just again, and imbues it. I'm not sure how else to, but it penetrates it. We put them under microscopes before too. Uh, Shungite nuggets that have been tumbled in there. And we also tumble uh, a lot of the beads now. So we have the cosmic silver Shungite bracelets, things like that, to where it is the beads that are tumbled in that silver um, for the three days and then, you know, turn into jewelry. And that's what, what I'm actually wearing right here as well. That's a good and idea, Mark, too. Sorry, one last was uh, as far as the the winter pack thing so i'm going to look into that as far as getting that little you know start of winter shungite kit going with those various products in it but until then we do have a 10 percent off your entire order coupon code called save 10 so it's s-a-v-e and then one zero just input that in your uh checkout if you go online and order and you'll get 10 percent off everything what were you gonna say nancy um well let me I'm come not, in since uh yeah go so ahead go ahead. The, my <clears throat> idea of the winter kit is so you go to the mystical wares store right um it's the silver shungite cream number one you got the small or the large version small is 15 bucks large is 30 and then uh the shungite honey beeswax lip balm uh and that that's five bucks you get a bunch of those because they're so cheap and it's got the silver in it too. And then the the third one is Shungite and Silver Skin Balm, twenty bucks. So that's like the you know the magic of the three, uh, and you know have it in like a little um, Derek has them in like a could have them in like a um, what do you call it? like a little baggie. Um, and then oh, so maybe expanding on this guy. So the S four magnet on 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 the fridge. Like, you know, you were mentioning that Nancy, but what about on somebody's heater? You know, because, you know, winter people are going to be blasting the heater all day, all night or whatever. So you put that on like the, even a, like the ra radiator heater. Um, yeah, different heaters. So that'll obviously save people money, right? Just as much as the fridge, having the S4 magnet on the fridge and the car too, for gas and things like that, because people are going to be taking holiday trips. So um that's a the fourth thing, thing to add the, yeah. the thing to, to remember when you're when you're trying to do something like that is if you've got it if you've got a resonate you know the the sticker on the on the 
uh, electric panel. Everything in, that is connected to the to that particular wire is going to be shungited, okay? But when you have a secondary motor involving something, like let's say you're using a space heater, okay? That's a secondary motor. And for whatever reason, that secondary motor doesn't reverse the way to be biocompatible. When it starts up, it's not compatible. So if you look at your the way that your house is set up and things, you're going to realize if it's got a secondary motor, including a fan motor. Okay, so on my AC unit, it's also a heat unit. Yeah, I've got a sticker on that unit. You don't have to use magnets. You can use stickers. But, you know, the, the thing of it is, is I used to, I used to try to find out what's the minimal amount of shungite that we need to make changes. And then after a while, I realized you can never have enough shungite. Because, yes, on those, let's say you've got a, a one of those electric uh, systems, heat systems that are on the floor, you know. And they're normally covered with a, a metal thingy. Stick a magnet on it. Stick a sticker on it. Because as it blows out that air, it's going through the shungite. You're, you're actually increasing the shungite field because of the, of the air. Just going through it. You're shungiting the air. So yes, Walt. Uh, yes, Walt. Yes, Derek. <laughs> Mark. Yes, Mark. It should anything and on your on your, we've talked about this on your oil heaters on your gas you know system uh, again you it's fine as long as you don't have an intermittent uh, you know something's happening like a motor or something you want to reshungite that but um, yeah there's so many different ways of of getting shungite into your life and it's not expensive. I mean, you might have a problem buy, making the buy, but you're never going to have to replace it. It doesn't have to be recharged. It doesn't have to be cleaned. It's once you got it, you got it. So, over to you guys. So, people are buying um, their, their uh, Christmas trees, right? So, uh, buy a bag of... of uh, Shungite um, chips and and rocks to put what three all six you need or is nine. Three. You hmm? all need three. All you need is okay. three. Now I wanted to say something when, when you know you talk, and I'm going to clarify this with uh, Derek. Derek, when you're saying that the bomb has got uh, silver shungite in it, it's the powder from the shul, sil, the from the tumbling, correct? Oh yeah, yes. That's the cosmic silver. So basically, yeah. Find shungite powder with silver particles in it. It was initially called S4. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. we keep all the powder from the tumbler. All that's kept. And that's, it only takes a small amount of that because that powder is like so super saturated with silver. Um, because, you know, the tumbling process, especially for three days with, I don't know how much silver now, it's, it's a lot. Uh, a lot of those particles come off of shungite and then hence the powder. So I just wanted to make people understand that that's how it gets to be silver shungite in the bombs, in the lotions. 
in the honey. <laughs> you know, and it doesn't take much, that's for sure. And you got to be careful you don't sneeze around it. <laughs> it's very, very fine. Uh, next, do you want do you want to play some of those clips there? Oh, uh, um, maybe, but uh, we can summarize the uh, weekly uh, uh, scalar healing that Derek offers. So this week is digest digestive issues and um, gut health uh, every Friday. I don't know, Nancy, if you can quickly mention that. Well, it, it's it's scalar. It's an energy field that he sets up in his place. And if your intention is to experience that scalar field and you sign up for it, and that's why it's a weekly sign-up. Yeah, he could have made it so that you sign up once and it's always, but it's a weekly thing. You've got, you've got to put your intention into it. Oh, yeah, on Friday. I mean, I wait for Fridays. Because you get this wonderful field around you that is healing. And, and, and the scalar fields will work with your, well, everything does, but will work with you in clearing and, and taking care of energy blockages that you may have or your, your family, people in the, you know, I mean, I've had friends over when the scalar's going and they have a wonderful day, <laughs> you know, um, because they're in the field. And because my intention is there, it's like expand the field so that they feel it too. And uh, yeah, that enough? Yeah, um, let me go over my list here. Uh, oh yeah, Shungite Grid Project. So people who want to give just, I mean, uh, at, its, at its most inexpensive, you know, you give somebody the, the, the bag of rocks, um, the small rocks, can put it in the garden obviously a christmas tree um i think where else to put that oh yeah so you have your um uh family dinners right you take the s4 magnet and people who are stuck on the chair watching tv playing video games or just sitting around and talking you put the s4 magnet on their chair or on the table with the food that'll obviously create the tourist field right and um uh also increase people's stem cells, would you say, Nancy? Um, help to uh, 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 purify the food? Well, it purifies the food and stuff and the stem cells. Do you remember what that uh, report was on the stem cells, Derek? No, I can try and bring it up really quickly, though. I'm already clicking through to it. Um, no, I don't remember exactly, but we'll find out here. I'll have it shortly. Well, because what happened was that there was a... Our end, who would go around to different metaphysical centers, and she would take a drop of your blood, and then she would look under an electronic microscope and tell you, based on what the blood looks like, um, what you might need is nutrients or whatever. I don't, I don't know the full implication of what she was doing. All I was focused on is the shungite. So we got her to do an experiment where she was. Um, and it's a flawed experiment, but it's basically worked. Uh, she, she was on, she herself was on a cell phone, and this cell phone was sitting in her lap. And she takes a, a sample of her own blood, she puts it up on the screen, and 
it just looked like regular blood, basically. And then they turned off the phone. Then they put the stickers on the phone. And then she repeated this, this same thing. Well, uh, th what happened was that I was not there, but they were recording it. They were filming it on a cell phone. So I saw what happened. And I'm looking at the phone, and the phone is showing the, uh, the you know, the, the screen showing what was in the, uh, what she was seeing. And it looked awful. The blood looked terrible. It was all stacked up. Like like pancakes, like a huge and so it turns out that when the blood is being attacked, it will actually go into this formation to protect itself, like a pancake thing. And so you got all the cells now, but they're all flat and they're on this pancake thing. But then one by one, they were releasing from the pancake stack, and they were going over, and you could see this all in the film. There was a um, a white blood cell that was spinning around like a like a car wash, and the cell would go up next against the the white blood cell, and then it would kind of pop back into its its good look, you know, into a circle instead of a splat thing. So it looked terrible, but she's now got a Shanghai phone in her lap. Well, it was the duration. You know what the blood was still looking like it like what happened to it when she had the cell phone on it. So from the standpoint of showing the difference it was a reversal. They they needed to do they needed to give a lot more time between the two and they didn't but that regardless of that. So she's studying this cuz she's trying to figure out as a matter of fact she just stopped talking. She was in the middle of a sentence stopped talking when she saw the slide come up. And so she starts talking about what she's seeing, and then all of a sudden she went, oh, my God. And I said, what's oh, my God, to myself? I wasn't on, in the room, you know. And she said, there's a cell, a stem cell there. And then she starts counting, and she could count six stem cells in her own blood. She said, I'm 54 years old. You don't see stem cells in a blood like this. Where did that come from? So that was the first time that we saw an experiment where stem cells seem to have magically appeared in, in in the blood. You know, we I can't explain it, but that's why I wanted uh, Derek to find that. Did you find it? That I did. Study? I shared it in chat. Yeah, it's in chat now. Um, I'm going to reopen it back up. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and it basically is saying, um, well, it can be... High, it has so C60 molecules have high potential to be applied as a scaffold for it says NSCs um, to regenerating nerve tissue um, from diseases and things. It's, it, there's so many, it's hard to read because it is a scientific study. There's actually words I can't even pronounce in here. Um, so that's why I'm kind of you hear me stumbling a little bit because they're. <laughs> I mean, they're really unusual. I'm trying to read the whole study real quickly here as well. But I did share the link in chat so you can see it. Um, but yeah, it promotes a prolifer. It's what it says, the whole title of the study. And it's from Molecular Sciences. So International Journal of Molecular Sciences. Uh, so water-soluble, again, I'm having trouble reading this, Elaine-modified fullerenes promotes a proliferation and neural differentiation of neural stem cells. So 
again, I mean, I guess we probably need a scientist or a doctor or somebody to translate much of this. Um, and I'm skimming it real quickly here, which you don't want me to do right on radio. So there's also the um, the Mystical Wares YouTube page from back in uh, March 6, 2019. The video S4 Shungite stickers effects on blood cells extended version. Uh, and and um, the registered nurses Karen Barr from back in uh, May 19, 2017 of the uh, microscope um, video of showing the blood and then the stem cells. So. That's a big share too for for uh, newbies in Shungite, and that's did posted. You put, did you put the link in the chat? It's in chat, right? But okay, also, excellent. yeah, chat's a little limiting. Like it comes and goes. So I put that in. If you type in stem cells in the Facebook group uh, Shungite Reality, it has the original video, which is unavailable, obviously, uh, from your original site. But then in the comments section, I put the uh, the um, thirty minute version. So people can see that. There you go. Excellent. Thank you. Yep. So we've got like seven minutes. You guys got anything that you wanted to bring up or? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if Derek, you have anything coming up um, with the holidays other than uh, things to look forward to at, at the new uh, business? Maybe some future podcast interviews of uh, metaphysical fairs events. Um, yeah, anything like that coming up? Um, yeah, we got so here at Bigfoot's Den, as I mentioned earlier, we have you know painting parties come, or paint and sit parties, call them paint parties coming up, line dance and stuff like that. I did do a recent interview here. I don't know if it's been published yet or not, but I'll get it. I'll get it put up on uh, the Mystical Wears interviews and podcast webpage. Um, once I get that link to it, but now I mean, other things going on here is uh, Sunday nights, and I'm talking about Bigfoot's Den, is again what I mentioned earlier to Bigfoot Idol coming up. And we actually have somebody named uh, Haley Suter who has a song launch party coming up this week, I believe, um, where she's basically has a song release in Nashville and she's going to come here to celebrate it and, and I think maybe play it for uh, you know, her guests. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, especially for her, I mean that's yeah, it's kind of a big deal. So um, yeah, that kind of stuff's happening. That can all be found on our Bigfoots-Den.com website, um, where we update our calendar all the time. Yeah. Also, um, <clears throat> currently we're in the first phase of the uh, <clears throat> Dark of the Moon. A new moon is tomorrow, so I do keep a dream journal, and every time you're around the dark of the moon phase, dreams do get more vivid and and can get potentially psychic. And um, David Wilcock in his current uh, YouTube uh, presentation, he called it stretch space as far as being able to touch and feel things beyond your five senses. You, it, it's your five senses extended. So, and and the Cliff High Clips, we, we played... Um, I don't know, a week or two ago, and it's also in the Facebook page, he talks about um, the enhancements of remote viewing uh, and, and mind work, um, psychic work with Shungite. So what's recommended is, you know, if you don't have much money, put in like nine rocks in a bag under your pillow. I don't know, three will suffice, but, you know, nine. Um, and then if you want to 
go full optimization, you take the Cosmic Silver Sungite from Derek's store, put that under your pillow, or you could get the rubber pad, um, and, and that'll help uh, with with against nightmares and things like that. But yeah, this is a prime time. Even without the Shungite, you're, you'll still have vivid dreams and maybe some uh, precog ones. So, and that's a, that's a pretty consistent theme for me, even during the full moon phase. So I, I have it bookmarked in my computer of when these phases come around, even like the day before the dark of the moon. So, uh, well, that's a really good thing to know because last night I don't remember my dreams. Last night I w got woke up twice, and the same person had been in dreams, different dream scenarios, but I had had two dreams about the same person. I think maybe I better call and say, "Are you all right?" <laughs> You know, but I don't remember, and I, I, I was like, I mean, I'm like, what is this dreaming stuff? And so now I know. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've hosted, uh, like the movie Inception, I've hosted different out-of-body, um, this was like years and years ago, out-of-body things to do. Like, let's go meet at uh, one of the pyramids, or let's go meet at the gin cave, and then I always put it around, usually New Moon, and the like the day before, day after, as like practice runs or whatever. But even full moon can help too, depending. But um, yeah, people try to experiment. I mean, uh, post in the Facebook group uh, your results. So yeah, we're all here to share um, things that'll bring us up to a new Earth. And tomorrow, whether, Nancy, the huh? whether or not we're ascending, <laughs> whether or not we're ascending. Yeah, it's a playground. Yeah. 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 Sorry to interrupt you. What? No, uh, we have we have a pre-record from tomorrow that, uh, that we did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the five docs, but there's only four of them. And uh, they were basically the conversation is about the terrain versus the uh, the germ way of getting diseases. And yeah, you know, and it's funny. Well, it's not funny. It's just what's happening because they're the things they're saying. Are so in alignment with the Robert, uh, Dr. Robert Young's videos that I did. We well, I've been doing them. I think I've done t two of them now, um, because it's just uh, once you once you see the truth of everything, everything starts to make sense. So that's all I've got to say. But that's tomorrow. That's it's, it's ready to go. And tonight, I don't know. What we're doing tonight, Cosmic Reality. Uh, Dolly says she's got a list, so <laughs> we'll be we'll be doing something. Anything else you guys wanted to? Got a minute. Yeah. Um, so people check out the Cliff High um, uh, video link and timestamps on the Facebook group page. Cliff High does have a an official uh, Facebook group. Um, it's like Cliff Webbot, I think it's called, but I made sure to emphasize Shungite there, but uh, it's a good way to bridge, like, how can, like, a piece of rock or this powder do anything? So you got a reputable guy who's all evidence material-based talking about this stuff to bridge from the physical into the, the astral or the bioelectrical. Um, yeah. He, so, he so, just has to understand the anorology behind it. Derek, would you like to say adios? Yep, thank you everybody for being here. I had a great time as usual. I hope to see you next week. Yeah, thank you, Derek. Thank you, Nancy. Fun as always.
Yes, and we all we appreciate so much your support here. Um, keep it coming. And we do have podcasts. We've got archives. We've got the Rumble Station up now. I'll tell you, losing YouTube really beat me up, but we're getting back in, into it. So thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.